Ready? And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, and joined again for another big show by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Yeah, good, thanks, Tim. Great to be here on the Dogcast again. Uh, Another big show lined up and some great racing happening in South Australia. Yeah, certainly so. We've got uh, well a massive week coming up. We're going to review the week that was in Greyhound Race. I'm going to have a look back at the uh, semi-finals of the Gawler Produce Series. Of course, that final to be run this Sunday night. We're also going to have a look back at last Thursday night's program at Angle Park. We're also going to have a chat to Ray Murray, who uh, the Murray name's been a big part of Greyhound Racing for a very long time. And, and Ray, of course, has that very special dog, Air Marshall, that's competing in the uh, Gawler Produce Final on Sunday night. So Ray will be our chat here on the Dogcast. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. All right, the Week in Review is brought to us, as always, by Fresh Pet Food Co., uh, proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and, of course, the first week of their adoption. And they're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about uh, Fresh Pet Food Co., go to their website, go type in Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, .com.au, and you'll get all the information about Fresh Pet Food Co., and a reminder, Sean, of course, the COVID attendant restrictions are still in place. I'm getting asked multiple times, as yep. you probably are as well, as things are starting to reduce here in South Australia. When are we likely to see, one, meals being served on track, and two, are the public allowed back in shortly? Yeah, Tim, listen, I don't think it's far away. Um, like all the, um, function um, places, we've made application to government on a number of occasions, uh, and we're just waiting to get some positive responses back from them. I know um, other venues like the Thoroughbreds, they've been able to open up last week and, and mm. this week. So uh, we're very positive that we'll get a response very, very soon. And, and as I've said to a lot of people who they have queried it, listen, as soon as we get the green light, we want we want owners, we want public on course, and obviously with the, the food offering, I mean, GRSA is a, a big business and we have a lot of people in hospitality that, that just aren't working at the moment. So we want to get them back to working as soon as we can and get the public back uh, watching what's a fantastic sport. So, I mean, I'd say watch this space. As I said, we've applied a couple of times, just waiting for that green mm-hmm. light. Once we get it, we'll do that and we'll roll that out where we can for all of our venues like Murray Bridge and for Gawler um, so the, the local um, community can get mm. back to the Greyhounds and enjoy the sport that they, they love to watch and see. Yeah, I don't think it's far away, uh, listeners. Um, the public back into Adelaide Greyhound meetings, uh, everything seems to be opening up over here as of yesterday. So uh, I would think in the next couple of weeks, Sean, but we'll get that clarified in the coming days by GRSA. We had a loss during last week, Sean, uh, one, a bit of a tragedy, I guess. One of our uh, trainers here in South Australia who we'll obviously very much miss, uh, Ray Burgess, passing away. Yeah, um, very sad news. Uh, condolences to his family. But yeah, Ray, uh, um, a stalwart of the industry, um, 82, but you wouldn't have thought he was no. looked 82. Um, but yeah, a passing during the week. So very sad news. Um, obviously, wish the family well. And, and, and again... Um, you know, one of those things, um, condolences to the family. And, and Ray, obviously, he travelled down from Port Pirie quite a bit, didn't he? So it was yeah. a fair trip. Did a lot of a lot of travelling um, with his greyhounds. And again, I had a, a great um, rapport with other participants. Mm. Um, so, yeah, very sad news. Um, 
will be sorely missed. Yeah, certainly so. Condolences to Ray's family if they are listening. Uh, we go back out and turn our attention to last Thursday night, Sean, before we touch on the semi-finals of the uh, the Gawler Produce. Um, last Thursday night, a couple of interesting runs out there. First one I want to touch base with you on is Golly Gumdrops. Gee, that was impressive. Ran 29.75 for Adam Manton. Yeah, well, I mean, Adam, if you look at his team, Adam's team is going exceptionally well. Uh, Golly Gumdrops uh, was trained, I think, by Peter Giovannovic. I reckon so, yeah. Um, very well bred, um, this greyhound, and, and was probably a short course dog, but as you said, proved on Thursday night um, that it can really take the next step to 500. Now, it did go very good in the... Um, in the Gawler Produce heats, mm. it won a heat of the Gawler Produce. Um, got ran out in the semi-finals and w- went around on Thursday night. Yeah, twenty nine seven, fantastic mm. performance, and really looks like it might have taken that next step. Yeah, it was well backed in the markets too. So obviously the punters were spot on there with Golly Gumdrops. The other two winners that I wanted to touch on last Thursday night, we seem to be mentioning these two all the time at the moment. I guess if you stop the Greyhound of the Year awards right now, one of these two is going to win it. Kurong Lucy, very good again. She had to come from behind, but. Uh, as we said a couple of weeks ago, she can do that. She doesn't have to lead to win. She's very strong. Yeah, very strong. Um, it's interesting that um, Cam Butcher has stepped her up to the 600 metres on Thursday night. Mm. Um, the way she's been racing, you could say she was looking for that, but yeah. she's been running 29.6 um, in free-for-all company. The hope is that by stepping her up to 600, she just doesn't lose her brilliance. Mm. Um, and, I mean, she could be anything over 600 metres. So um, Thursday night will be a, a real watch and see just what she can do. She's going to she's gonna cop Holy Rain, who's drawn one in that race. So mm. it'll be a really good test for her. But, geez, hasn't she come along and she's touched the hearts of everyone, Kurong Lucy. Just the, yeah. She's just not a speed dog. She can no. come from behind. And don't we love dogs that come from behind? And I know you're going to talk about yeah. another dog that comes from behind. Yeah, I am in a moment. Kurong Lucy, I just mentioned to somebody there Thursday night, I said to her, to somebody upstairs after the race, gee, I think Kurong Lucy will get 600. By the way, she's racing now. She's showing good field sense. And she's strong. She comes from behind and she can go around or she can go inside. So I do think she's going to make a good 600-metre dog. She's going to go up favourite in that race. Holy Rain's probably got the experience on her. We'll touch about that in the preview. But, yeah, she's going great guns for Cam Butcher. The other one I was going to talk to you about is Sir Truculent. He's an exciting dog. Wally Harkins must love this dog. He must be sleeping on his bed, no doubt, because he keeps going around every Thursday night and bringing him home a, a very decent check. So... Um, there's nothing here at the moment that can beat him. Um, want to see the borders open at some stage. Mm. Sean, I'd love to see this greyhound go to interstate and try and tackle some of the big boys. Yeah, I, I, in talking to Wally um, on a couple of occasions through this great run he's been having with Sir Truculent, um, he has spoken about, you know, he would love to get interstate with this dog and, mm. and just see if he can match it with the best in Australia. And clearly I think he can. He's running the times that would suggest that he will. Mm. Um probably just doesn't want to send the dog to someone interstate to train. I mean, yeah. obviously it's part of his family, this greyhound. So he would love to be there with a the dog, but with the, um, the, uh, the quarantine aspect for the humans, I mean, he, he sort of can't sit out for a couple of weeks, but I would dare say, um, yeah, um, there's a, some big races coming up, um, that we would see this dog interstate as long mm. as he can hold his form and everything mm. suggests that he is, um, geez, he goes around every week and he performs, um, and, geez, the win of Thursday night was yeah. in a was probably the best race he's faced uh, in a while. Mm. Um, and he had to do. He was no 
chance off the back, but he was a chance because everyone knows yeah. what he can do. He's strong. And once he got going, um, it was game over, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And uh, he's starting to scare off some of the opposition now, these Thursday night meetings. But what we should point out, I spoke to a couple of people about this last night at Angle Park, is, all right, okay, let's say that they've got a greyhound that can't, you know, be as good as Sir Truculent. Second prize is nearly $1,000. So, you know, for a Thursday night event, even if you run second to Sir Truculent, it's good money. Yeah, well, I think... Um Greyhound Racing SA over the last number of years has, have really made a conscious effort to really support the stayers in particular. Mm. And obviously not just the ones that are winning. Um, the money is very good, but also the place getters and the unplaced dogs as well. Um, we, we reduce the numbers. We'll run them from four upwards for the stayers. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not surprising that we've seen some really good stayers. Um, as we know, Zipping Gallon burned mm. down. We've always had great stayers in South Australia and, and Sir Truculin as well. But, I mean, if you go around and you are, are running second or third, um, you're still doing a good yeah. job for your connections. Yeah, you are. And we'll have to get Wally Harkins on the show one day and ask him, does he do a budget each week? And when he does his <laughs> budget, does he allow for that 3000 every week that he picks up from Sir Truculent? I think it's it's just locked in, isn't it? Yeah, pretty really? much. Pretty much. It's a good income to get, isn't it? Um, that's Sir Truculent. Of course, let's turn our attention back to the Friday meeting, which was the Gula Produce semi-final. Semi-final number one was taken out by Air Marshall, who no doubt is going to start favourite for Sunday night's final. We're going to chat to Ray Murray a bit later on. Uh, Air Marshall ran 30 and 66. Defeating Long Gully Barney, See You Smile and Spring Vinny. They were the place getters. What did you take out of that race, Sean? Uh, my take on that is um, really Air Marshall um, has such brilliant early speed. Mm. Um, Long Gully Barney was, was drawn to challenge because I think wider on the track, Long Gully Barney could get that momentum. But Air Marshall was able to push up on the inside and he is super fast to the back. Um, there were some strong dogs in behind the likes of a sea smile and a great race of Ben Rawlings and spring Vinny. Just don't think he's um, handling the, the Gawler track as no. well. Um, and he hasn't been drawing well as well. Spring Vinny has been drawing middle pin. He has made the final. Um, but yeah, the, the take out of that was if you're running 1569 to the back and running 3066, mm. really no one's going to run you down. So he's, the dog to beat, and he has a really good affinity, and so do the Murray team with um, the Gawler venue. Yeah. They just love it. Yeah, they do. He's going to be mighty hard to beat. Uh, we'll go through the box draw in the preview. Uh, the other heat was won, or the other semi, I should say, was won by Buddy Guy. This race was a bit more even. Buddy Guy got away with a good lead. Oakvale style stuck on well, and I was really impressed with what Bourne Lovely did over the concluding stages. It took round off the leaders too. So this semi-final was a bit more open. Buddy Guy won, but he didn't want it much further. He ran uh, 31 even, so his time was a lot slower. But I think Oakvale's style and Born Lovely are some possibilities there in the in the final there on Sunday. Yeah, I agree, Tim. Um, Buddy Guy, professional in, in finding the front and getting the job done for the Rasmussen team. Um, Oakvale style, good. He was drawn in close to the rail, which suits him. Born Lovely was drawn the right, wrong side of the track for her. And we saw through the um, Howard Ashton series, she ran a bottler of a race behind Corong Lucy in the Group 3 final. And mm. she's one of the most improved greyhounds in the state with what she's doing. Um, she's made this final as well. Um, and yeah, Greg Board got Spring Burner through as well. Two for Greg Board, two for Ben Rawlings when we touch on the final. Mm. Um, again, probably um, they need a fair bit of luck from this semi, I think, to challenge the, the dogs from the, the first semi. But... Um, a credit to all connections in making it through. Yeah, definitely. They were the semis last Friday. And, of course, on Sunday night, we saw Troy Murray have a big team in at Murray Bridge. Sean, he trained three winners on the program, so he had a good night there too. Yeah, Troy's a, a terrific supporter of the bridge. Um, you always see him there on a on a Sunday night and obviously this week on a Friday. Um, I mean, he has those dogs that, that 
that have that little bit of bottom end. They've got mm. speed and bottom end. Yes. So I'm not surprised that he's done well. I mean, we know at Murray Bridge, you need a a, a strongish dog to you, do. you know over all distances there, and and it's great. Um, that he's getting some success there, who who does travel. And very much like when the, the Southern participants um, don't begrudge them getting success anywhere. When, when you've got to travel and your dogs perform, I think it's a real credit to the trainer. Yeah, he had a super night there on Sunday night. That was the Week in Review. That's all thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. Look them up on the uh, on the web. Uh, type in Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word, dot com, dot au. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. (laughs) Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out, gapsa.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Okay, the preview, as always, is brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Jump on Twitter and type in at the dogs SA. And as always, gamble responsibly. There'll be free tips up there each and every Metro meeting in South Australia. Um, this week's edition, Sean, we're going to touch on Sunday night's uh, preview in a moment. But of course, we've got Thursday night to go first. Now, those fields came out late yesterday. We've got a, uh, what do we got, 11 race card there on Thursday night. At a quick glance last night, it wasn't an easy program. There's some interesting greyhounds taking part there on Thursday night. And I must say, that staying race, we'll touch on that first. Sir Truculence come up with box number one. In a field of four, he looks the winner. Um, yeah, three runners to go round against him. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, only the four runners, but they've actually drawn... If you were to pick the dogs where you wanted them to draw, they mm. have drawn where you want them to make a bit of a race of it, to be fair. Mm. Sir Truculent will still have to work hard because he's drawn the one, and, and that's probably not his best draw, so he'll probably be out the back. Um, Karana Blue, um, probably a, a, the class is going to tell with that greyhound. But Miss Bella Wood, we saw last week, um, jumping to the front and can run good time, can run 43 seconds in front. So mm. you'd think Miss Bella Wood will do that. And No Surrender's drawn seven, and we know No Surrender, he wants to be drawn wide on the track. Yep. He loves it out there. And the last time Sir Traculant was beaten was beaten by No Surrender, who effectively had this sort of draw and was able to beat him. So he won't want to um, take it easy at all. The four dogs do, does help. Yeah. Um, but again, I think just uh, whilst you go around short, um, and people are still they're multi, having their multis with Sir Truculent, so they're mm. sort of banking on him getting the job done at the dollar twenty, dollar yeah. forty. But he's still going to have to work hard. Yeah, he's going to have to work hard. But I, I do think he'll be winning there from box number one. He's broken the forty three. None of the others have, and uh, I reckon Wally Harkins will be pressing that refresh button come Thursday night uh, in his bank account. Um, righto, Kurong Lucy in the six hundred. We spoke about this earlier. She draws box number four. Holy Rain box number one. This is race number seven. She looks a standout. I reckon she'll win again, Sean. Yeah, it's hard to tip against her. Um, stepping up to the 600, again, um, it's probably a race that I'd want to see. I think Holy Rain, drawn one, drawn where that greyhound wants to draw. And we know it's a, a sub 35 second dog over the 600 metres. So, it again, it won't be easy for Corong Lucy, but really hard to tip against her. Mm. Um, particularly if she can begin out of the 600 metre boxes like the... Um, um, the 515, if she um, ran to the front early doors, 
God, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to run past her, even though it is her first go over 600. Yeah, first go over 600, but she's got the class edge. I reckon she'll get the money there. Holy rain looks the danger. I want to ask you about Alfieri. He's not racing anywhere near as well as he can. Uh, I wonder if there's a little issue there with him. Bill Wadorczyk trains him. He's run the other night in a small field, was disappointing. He draws box seven on Thursday night in a race that I guess if you look at the field, Shadow Mist is going really well. Uh, but this is a race he really needs to stand up and be counted. Yeah, I think you're right, Tim. Um, if you remember a few months ago, Alfieri went through a bit of a bad patch of missing the kick at Angle Park. Um, mm. And he took him to Murray Bridge um, for the Cup Series and he found his form again. I'm just wondering, he just seems to be missing it a little bit. Yeah. To be fair, he's been running against hot opposition. And whilst he, he's running, you know, fourths and fifths and fifth last start, he's still easily breaking 30 seconds, running 29.9. Um, he's just a dog that he's not going to be at the front of the field at this level yeah. um, at the moment. I mean, and he's just not beginning that well. So um, I think Bill, I know Bill would be working really hard at getting him back to best. We know what his best is like. Um, I think he's going to struggle a little bit on Thursday night. As you mentioned, I think Shadow Mist drawn perfectly. It's a riot showed that he's almost back to his best last week with a, a fantastic third leading him up. Um, and Hot Sophie's going terrifically well. So drawn out in seven, I think he's going to struggle again. But if he's not beginning, um, that's where he's going to find trouble. Yeah, we'll see what he can do there on Thursday night. But uh, it's it's always a good program when you've got Sir Truculent, you've got Curong Lucy, and you've got Alfieri all in different races. So it's something to sit back on the uh, on the couch and watch on Thursday night. Uh, what was your best on the program, Sean, for Thursday? Well, I do actually like in race eight. I like mm. the one shadow missed for Lauren Harris. Um, fantastic run last week. Actually ran second um, and had um, this greyhound got a run just as I left off the back on the apex of the turn. He had Hot Sophie in front and it's a right. Just got that run, would have been able to spear through. I think um, this greyhound's going to get the run because Lectra Theory and Hot Sophie drawn on their outside, they like to race a little bit away from the fence. Mm. So I think the run's going to be there. It's going to be sitting, either going to be leading or sitting third. Uh, I think it's going to be very hard to beat in that race. Yeah, okay. So you're with race eight, number one. I thought the best was Yarrandale, race 10, number two. It's a race that uh, there's not a heap of speed in that particular race. Nancy Lee's probably got a bit of pace to draw on the inside, but she struggles to run the 5.15. So I thought Yarrandale might just pop in behind her. And if he gets a crack at them in the home straight, he'll be winning. So Yarrandale, race 10, number two for me. Let's have a look at this big program Sunday night. Now, we must remind punters that what's happening this week is the Gawler Produce is running on Sunday night. We've got Greyhound Racing on Friday in the Twilight Zone at Murray Bridge. So they're doing a switcheroo between the pair of them. So Gawler on Sunday. We're probably looking at a 12-race card, Sean? Yeah, I'd say a 12-race card. Uh, there'll be the, the consolation of the produce final. Always a good program there on, on Sunday night. So, yeah, I'd be saying 12 races, absolutely. Yeah, a 12-race card. All right, let's have a look at the box draw for the Gawler Produce. Now, box one is Air Marshall. So we spoke about him earlier. He's come up with the ace draw in the inside. Uh, he qualified in 30 and 60. Buddy Guy in box two. Oakvale Style in box three. Long Gully Barney's come up with four. Spring Vinny five. Spring Burner six. See You Smile seven. And Born Lovely comes up with box number eight. And the reserves are Hank the Hustler and Vontae Max. So I think the box draw has made it simple. Air Marshall's got the inside. He's pro probably the quickest beginner in the race, Sean. Uh, and out in front, he is going to take a lot of beating. Yeah, Um Drawing box one, I think he's going to be very, very hard to beat. Um, the last time he drew box one was at Angle Park um, uh, four runs ago. He led, but he was third and second early, so mm. he didn't he didn't 
fly out. Mm. That would be my only concern. I mean, but he loves Gawler. Yeah, he's I a think. different dog at Gawler. Different dog at Gawler. Mm. So I really think box one, the race is his to lose, I think, because if he leads on the first turn, he's going to be running 15-6 to the back. Mm. And the reality is, unless the likes of a, a spring Vinny mm. um, is sitting right on his hammer, I don't think that um, most of those dogs would be able to run past. There's some really nice dogs in the race. As I said, born lovely, drawn the wrong side of the track for her, box eight. I think the race is in Air Marshall's hands for mm. him to lead. The only thing would be if someone pinged, and, and the only pinging dog I think is probably Long Gully Barney. Mm. If yep. he could uh, really um, ping out from box four and cross, um, that would that would open the race up a little bit. But we saw last week in the semifinals, they both matched up and Air Marshall was able to kick through on Long Gully Barney. So I think he is definitely the dog to beat. I think the blowout dog, if there is going to be one, I do think Air Marshall will win. But I think Oakvale Styles got the potential to run uh, some some of these greyhounds down if it's just behind the speed. And I did like the way it finished off the race the other day in the semifinals. So I'm tipping Air Marshall, but I'm going to give some respect to Long Gully Barney and Oakvale Style. Yeah, I'm with you with the, your top selection, Air Marshal. I, I I like the way Born Lovely has been progressing for the Rawlings team. Um, I said, drawn the wrong side of the track for her. If she'd have drawn a bit closer, I'd, I should be right in this. Box eight. I do think, though, that she can get a nice run across. As I said, Long Gully Barney will come out from the four. Um, Born Lovely will come across. Spring Vinny, Spring Burner. They're not, they're not super quick out. No. So I think could find a position. So I'm looking at Air Marshal definitely to lead and win. Uh, born lovely to run a real a nice race in second. I think Long Gully Barney can can be the third. Mm, that's the Gawler Produce final on Sunday night. Markets will be out with the tab a bit later on in the week. And, of course, we'll uh, have the full fields out probably by tomorrow, Sean. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon they'll all come out. Um, and Sky Racing um, have got all of these races, um, except I think for the first race will be on Sky 1. So that'll be terrific. Yep. Um, in supporting our feature meeting. So it'll be good. It won't be on the blue channel. It'll be on the red channel for our for our feature meeting there at Gore on Sunday night. All right. That's the preview of this week's Greyhound meetings coming up. And that's all thanks to At The Dogs SA. Get on board Twitter. Jump on Twitter. And that's free tips for all South Australian Greyhound meetings. And as always, gamble responsibly. The Interview. The interview this week on the Dogcast is with Ray Murray, one of our uh, senior trainers here in South Australia that's been training greyhounds in SA for a very long time and Ray's about to join us on the Dogcast. Uh, how are you, Ray? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Dogcast. Um, your involvement of greyhound racing in South Australia goes back many years, Ray. Yeah, I think, um, well, am I 64 now and I had my first dog when I was 16. Wow. So you do the maths. <laughs> <laughs> You must love it to be in the sport that long. Yeah, either that or stupid, one or the other. <laughs> um, your son, Troy's obviously had a big part of greyhound racing in SA as well. He's doing a fantastic job, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, we, we were together there. Like, he's been doing them ever since he was a kid, so, he, you know, he was a good pupil. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Um, was the interest early on there with Troy, was it? Did he uh, go outside and watch what you were doing all the time? Oh, he was always out there. Well, there was a rule at our place when the kids were growing up. If you don't do dogs, you leave. So <laughs> they didn't have a lot of options, but Troy loved doing them. So that was the best. That was the easiest part. The other two did them virtually because they had to do them. Jared still likes the dogs, but mm. the second son, nah. Yeah. Too much of a tie down for him. Yeah, right. Um, so, Ray, how many dogs are you working at the moment? Because you always seem to have a good dog in the kennel. Yeah, I only have seven in the kennel at the moment. And how many would That's Troy? That's all I keep. How many would Troy have? 
It'll have probably 20. Yeah, I was going to say, he seems to be getting quite a few lately. So seven in your kennel at the moment. You've always had some good dogs. We'll touch on Air Marshal shortly, but what about um, what about Von Dusa? He was a good dog for you. He won over 40,000. Yeah, he won, I think, close to 20 races for me. He was a dog that um, a friend of mine, Alan Pringle, sent over. Um, yeah, he, he was a handy dog for me. Yeah, you've always had some good ones. What about Panhandle Slim? Where are we at with Panhandle Slim? We haven't seen him since March. No, he got injured in the heats of the um, uh, Murray Bridge Cup. Uh, dog dragged him down from behind, and he'd done all the uh, ligaments and everything in behind his elbow. So I gave him time off. I gave him a trial. He never went that good, so I retired him. Oh, he's retired now. So what was he at your house now, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's still in the racing kennels. All right, and he'll go to stud, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's got a litter on the ground at the moment. Yeah, well, well, that'll be that'll be interesting to see those litters that come from that, uh, because he was a very good dog, Panhandle Slim. He had that explosive speed about two, three steps after box rise. Yeah, when I sent him over to Jason, and Jason said this dog could be pre- pretty special, this bloke, mm. and then. Um, he started putting wins together and, like, first up on tracks, he was winning at Wentworth Park and Sandown and, and those sort of places. And then uh, he hurt himself and then he uh, came back from a cracked hock and um, won four straight. And then Jason put him up the straight at Hillsville just for a hit out and uh, he ripped both tendons off his stoppers. Mm. So that put him out. So mm. they were pretty nasty injuries because, uh, like Jason said, if he knew how to ease off when he hurt himself... He wouldn't hurt himself so bad, but he just keeps going. So he ripped both tendons off. So Would he be the dog in your kennel, Ray, that I guess has shown the most ability in all the dogs you've ever had? Uh, he's been he's been up there with the best of them, yeah. Yeah, mm. I'd put him up there with the best of them. Yeah. Just, We've just never seen the best of him. That was a trouble. No, no, no. And you had another, yeah. you had another dog the other day win at, uh, at Gaul, I reckon. It was a maiden called Bold Mirage. It, it shows a fair bit of promise too, a former Victorian. Yeah, he's owned in Victoria. They sent him over. He, uh, he got 14 days or whatever you call it over there uh, mm. for injury, but he never had his mind on the job. And he came in and, and to me, I told the boys, I said, really, he shouldn't have had a race yet. Mm. I said, because he's a little bit too immature and he's a bit backward. So I just took, uh, you know, a few weeks to, uh, with him and, uh, yeah, he's come on real good. Yeah, he has. All right, well, let's talk about Air Marshall in the uh, in the Gawler Produce final on Sunday night. Uh, he loves Gawler, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, like, he, he loves Gawler because that's where I run him, but um, he's won Angle Park and all that, but he's just got a lot stronger since uh, this time in. Yeah, he has. And, and like what... Yeah. Go on, Ray. Yeah, well, um, when we started racing him, like he started Gawler because of the Golden Maiden coming through, and I pushed him through that. He won his heat and got ran third in the final, and he was not showing much strength, and I thought it was on the Banjo Boy side of things and because uh, I know a few of them aren't that strong. And, um, yeah, then we took him to Angle Park, and he won a few there, and uh, but he was still just getting nutted on the line and things like that, and then... I gave him a couple of weeks off, brought him back, and then set him up for the produce. And, uh, yeah, he just got stronger and stronger. Yeah, well, he's only missed a place three times in his career. He's had 22 starts, 14 wins, five minors, and he's won over 20,000. So he's doing a good job, isn't he? Yeah, he's, like I say, he's, his early toe helps him a lot. And now that he's got that much stronger, you know, like um, word is we may, we may send him to Melbourne. I don't know yet. Um, we'll just see if he improves at Angle Park the same as he's done at Gawler. 
And what are you expecting from Box One Sunday night? Are you expecting him to lead? Oh, well, I'd hope so. After, you know, all these other runs, he's, he's led and held him out. So he likes to get a couple off the fence going around that first corner. But if he's in front, it's not going to bother him too much. Who do you think? And he... if he runs up to his heat, heat runs and that, he should be all right. Who do you think his biggest danger is, uh, Ray? The other seven. The other se- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other seven. Well, he had uh, Long Gully Barney covered in the semi, but Long Gully Barney is a quick beginner. I, I guess Sean and I were just saying... Probably the only way Longgutty Barney can to can beat uh, Air Marshall is by crossing at the start. So he'd have to really ping out of the boxes, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd, he'd have to do a good job because I think uh, he had the inside off the red in the heat, and uh, he did. He saw, he partially led uh, my bloke, but my bloke hunted up along the back. So you know, he's, I can't argue with my bloke. He's doing everything he can. So yeah, and we'll do everything we can on the final. So. Yeah, well, he's going to be hard to beat there on Sunday night. Uh, what about the team with Troy at the moment? Uh, do you do a bit of training together, Ray, or do you let Troy do his own thing and you just oversee him? Oh, no, no. He, he, he does most of his own work, and um, if he asks me something, I give him a hand with it. Um, yeah, you know, like, we're always there for each other, so if he needs something, I'll help him. If he, oh, I need something, he helps me. So it works all right, and now with the grandson, uh, old enough to do everything, he's even bigger help now. Yeah. Ray, just with Air Marshal, two years ago, Panhandle Slim won this race, won the Gawler Produce from box one. Um, it was a yep. wet night that night. Um, do you yep. see, hopefully see a little bit of symmetry happening here with Air Marshal? You can only hope, can't you? You know, like if it comes out like um, the other bloke Panhandle did in the heat, well, I think he was three or four in front before they got to the peg, so that'd be nice. And you spoke that maybe we might see him venture across um, interstate. Um Where's he at in comparison to Panhandle Slim, I suppose? Because they could be on a, a very similar path, I, I, as long as Air Marshal keeps progressing. And would it be the likes of possibly going to a Jason Thompson or someone like that if if he kept going? Yeah, well, Jason, uh, I rang Jason up when he first started before he went over the 500, and I said, just keep an eye on this bloke. I said, I don't know how strong you'll get, but early pace and everything, he's good enough you know, to match him in Melbourne, but whether he can run a strong 500 is another thing. Well, Jason never contacted me, so he didn't think he was up to it at that stage. And then when I put him over 500, I didn't think he was up to it either. But uh, as he's progressed now, if he does the same again at Angle Park, he's still got to find a bit on what Panhandle had. Like Panhandle would still, I'd say, blow him away. But, um, uh, yeah, if he he keeps improving, yeah, he's a good chance to go over there. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it, Ray? I mean, he's he's on that path. He's still very young, so um, a few more months of racing, and and who knows where he could um, where he could end up. And as as I said, there's good symmetry there with him and Panhandle Slim. So hopefully that does all work out for you on Sunday night. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, like um, it's a good final, and actually, I thought the semi final was good enough to be a final. So uh, mm. yeah, he's he's had to do good work all the way through. So no, I'm I'm happy with the dog. So he'll do his best. Yeah, he certainly will. Hey, Ray, there'll be people listening to the dog cast today. You've got a terrific strike rate as a trainer. Do you publicly train? Are you open for you know people bringing greyhounds as a as a syndicate to to you, or is it you just train for certain people? Oh well, well, I've got a few owners that I normally train for, but I'm always open to a fast dog from anyone, you know. Uh, mm. And I and I just try to tell the people that send them over from Melbourne if they can't run don't send them because you just waste your transport money Yeah. and uh, because if I get him in and they can't run I send them straight back so mm. 
Well, let me know when you get you know, a fast like... one, right? <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, we all want the fast ones. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, well, you can't win with the fast, slow ones. So, mm. it's too much hard work. Yeah, yeah, it is hard work, but uh, nevertheless, you're doing a great job, Ray, and uh, and best of luck on Sunday night because I do think Air Marshal, he's boxed to win and, and probably only bad luck gets him beat. Yeah, well, we hope so. So anyway, yeah. All right, well, thanks for your time, It'll Ray. Thanks very much, guys. Good luck, Ray. Catch ya. Ray, yep. Mur- Ray Murray there, Sean, one of our uh, trainers in South Australia. That, As I said, he's got a very good strike rate. He only has a handful of greyhounds. He said he's got seven in work, but... Nearly every meeting you go to, if he has one runner, they win. Yeah, no, as you mentioned, and it, and because they live in the Gawler region, we spoke about that. Their dogs love the Gawler track. Obviously, they're, they're sort of trained on the track and they go very well. And we didn't touch on Aston Shandon's another one yeah. that in his kennel. Um, fantastic strike rate. So you see the R. Murray name come up and particularly um, feature race time at Gawler. The Gawler Cup, the Murrays, you know, they, they love it there. And mm. the Gawler Produce as well. We just spoke about Ray won it two years ago. They can um, they can definitely get them to to win when it matters and and it, Sunday night is when it's going to matter. Yeah, it's going to be a big night there on Sunday night at Gawler. Thanks uh, for your help, Sean. That's another edition of the Dogcast. We'll be back in a few weeks' time and do it all again.